podcasting to all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast. I am Lindian. I'm Starman. And today is uh, Tuesday, March the 6th, 2012. This is episode 122. Wow, when was the last time we recorded? It was been uh, quite a while ago. It's been a busy four months. It's been a busy three and a half to four months, yes. So we want to thank everybody for sticking with us. <laughs> yes, uh, we definitely got a lot of feedback from uh, Twitter, uh, some from email, but a lot of folks on Twitter are asking what was going on. And what's going on? And what's going on is we're going to record. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, I guess this sort of rolls into what have we been doing? Yes, yeah, so so tell us, Star Man, Star Mike, what have you been Star doing? <laughs> I've been doing something else. <laughs> Really, I have been. Well, if 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 you don't know, if you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I've been playing Old Republic. But um, I that's that other MMO. It's that other MMO. But even that, I I my 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 interest is sort of shifting away. Well, not away. I shouldn't say that. I still play Old Republic, but I'm not playing it as as much as I used to. And so I'm I'm finding myself falling back into WoW more you know it's, it's very interesting you were saying that because i mean i'll be honest i also picked up uh the old republic uh but i didn't jump you know that heavily into it as you did and mm-hmm. one of the reasons was i was very concerned about well, what yeah. happens at endgame what happens when you hit level 50 i mean yeah. there's this cool summit going on around now, going on now not to go too much into tour but you know it seemed for me it seems like a good game and I kind of told myself that if things slow down in WoW, I mean, Cataclysm is pretty much over. We'll, we'll, we'll get into this. You know, uh, that WoW has, has gotten a bit stagnant lately. And, and I told myself, you know, if if I get to the point where I want to play an alt, you know, like let's say one of my low-level alts or something, level them up, mm-hmm. I would probably instead level my tune in Tor. A month ago, um, my guild alternates between doing a 25 man, ra- man raids and 10 man raids. We do like 10 man raids once a month and then 25 mans in between. Mm-hmm. So last month's 10 man, um, we didn't have a whole bunch of signups, so we really couldn't get um, two good groups like for progression type stuff. Right. So the second group basically kind of turned into. Uh, half regular, half alt run. So we needed to hop on some alts. I I hopped on my shaman to heal a bunch. You know, someone hopped on their like um, one of their tanks to be a tank, and so it was like you know it was a mix. It was a mix of alts of alts and and uh, regu- and, and regular folks. Mm-hmm. We got all the way to the end. Wow. We got all the way to the end. But this but is what the five, better players. Too. This well, this is with the five percent buff. But even still, we got all the way to the end. Now, now we didn't one shot everything. There was um, like when we did boat. There was definitely a bunch of mechanics, and people had to get used to that fight because there's you know different people have different roles, and you have to you know do things specifically. And it's not really a DPS race; it's more of a survival kind of a fight. You know, don't you know everyone collapse here to do this, and don't stand in the goo over there. Make sure you, if you're you know, you're killing this ad or that ad, you know, you have your assignments. Mm-hmm. So it's much more coordinated fight. But, you know, it took us, I don't know, five or six tries. We got through it, you know, and, and spine is just crazy on healing. Oh, my God. That's just a, for yeah. me the first time healing that. But we got all the way to the end. We got all the way to the end. We didn't kill him, but it was more of a thing of we were right there, right at the edge, right on the envelope. 
And it was one of those things where, like, if one person died, there's no way we're going to finish the fight. Yeah. But we got very close. We made it all the way to the end, but then, like, one person died, and then basically we, we didn't hit the rage timer. Right. So, I mean, it was doable. And then this month's 10-man, same, the same thing happened with, like, the second group. It was, it was more of a second group, and I don't think they had too many alts. And they freaking cleared the place in two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, start to finish. Well, now we have the 10% buff, you know, the 10% nerf. Uh, coming out there, so I don't know. Just for, for, for me, it's it doesn't feel as epic as a lot of the other expansions, and I don't know. I just can't put my finger on it. That it's just it's, well, I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff came out faster than expected, I believe, and and and, and I'm honestly I'm wondering why Blizzard did this. I mean, so let's let's jump ahead to one of our topics here, talking about Pandaria. So. I know last week or the week before, there's some news that the uh, Mists of Pandaria has started its internal alpha slash friends and family. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the internal uh, stuff. So what does this tell us about the beta? What does this tell us about when it's going to be released? I, I've always said that it's going to be about June, July. Honestly, I think it's going to be more like Thanksgiving. No, that can't be because they said that it's going to be towards the middle of. If of you have an internal alpha right now, right. How, let, let's do the math. If you have an internal alpha starting right now, right. when do you think the beta will start? This is March. This beta, is the beginning of March. Beta, but beta, remember, beta can start two months before release. So if it's right, alpha now. Right. If it's alpha now, internal alpha, things are not finished yet. It was well, more maybe, a, maybe August, September. Is when the beta will start or when no, it will no, no, re- re- release? Well, yes, yeah, so we're getting closer. Release. The end of but, end of summer, beginning of more like beginning of fall, beginning to like maybe mid mid fall. Yeah, but they did say they're trying to get this out faster, sooner rather than later. Sure, I sure. think that was wasn't that the exact quote? Is like sooner rather than later, which would make it seem like they're trying to get it towards the middle of 2012 as opposed to the end of 2012. But yeah, October seems to be too long. Of a wait, I'm thinking because they said sooner rather than later. I would think that they would try to put it out, and they're going for annual. Um, <laughs> They've been trying to do that for a while. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> this is what year we're in year eight already of WoW, and how many expansions <laughs> that we have? This is the this is going to be the fifth one. Well, let me know how many so... big boxes do I have up there? I <laughs> yeah, got exactly. four, and this will be five. So right. Pandaria will be five. Yeah, be my fifth collector's edition. I'm going to have to make some more room. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the other the other things that I've been doing, I've been um, so I've been playing Old Republic, and and as as people know, I I do a show about it. And uh, what's the name of that? It's show? called Sith Heads that I do with my friend Nicole, and and it's you know doing the show is great. Playing the game is good. I'm enjoying it. Um, but as people may know, is that. It, it needs work. Uh, I think I honestly believe that that Old Republic was put out too early. I think that it got pushed out for Christmas. Absolutely. And and there's a game update 1.2 coming out soon, which I think is going to be what the game should have been at launch. And there's there's two words for that for that why that happened. Why EA? Well, yeah, but that's why. Um, EA is stuck in is stuck in the old school thinking for getting stuff out mm-hmm. they're in they're in the using the console mentality got to get it out by christmas we need the numbers well now, yeah but and, it, I, and i can understand that i don't i don't agree with it but i can understand that but the other thing i've, I've also been trying um terra t 
T-E-R-A, which is a, a Korean MMO. Or I believe it's Korean MMO. Um, it's an Asian MMO that, that made its way over here. So I've been testing that. I got to say, as far as fun and gameplay, I actually like it a little more than Old Republic. A little more. Mm-hmm. Like the, the UI is nice. Although there's one thing that irks the hell out of me about the UI is that the, the mouse is tied to the camera. Your mouse is not tied to the cursor. So every time you move your mouse, you move the camera. Ew. And then if you want to get to your menu, you have to press escape. I really despise that. Um, but but what I've been doing is is I look at these other MMOs, and then I come back to WoW, and I was like, oh, I just kind of really want to just stay here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sometimes. It's, if, if I was designing an MMO, you know, even three, four, five years ago, okay, well, maybe like three years ago, I mean – it's a no-brainer. You have to look at what WoW is doing. Well, yeah, And if but... you're not going to have these things on launch day, like with Tor, it's just – it's like why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Star Wars is a big franchise. It sells a lot. They sold 2 million copies of Old Republic. But if you look at the servers, uh, the server populations are starting to drop mm-hmm. a lot. And the server populations of WoW are starting to go back up. Exactly. And – because it was something shiny, it was something new. Well, yeah, but people but, hit max level and then went. Well, um, what else is there to do? Here, here's the thing: this one of the things that I've been reading about um, on the forums, the old Republic forums, is that people reference WoW and they reference EverQuest Two as the two best MMOs that have that have come out. And I've been saying the same thing for years: is that EQ is is or EQ Two is is um, very underrated. But what both WoW and EverQuest do is they they give people something to do outside the rails of the game. Like you go, after after you hit max level. After you right. hit max level, there's so much that you can do, and that's what Old Republic is missing. And so people got to fifty, and there are other issues with with the game, like the fact that there are like fourteen people in a whole zone. I mean, imagine for for those people that have played WoW forever, like like Lindy and I have. Remember those days when there would be hundreds of people in Ashenville, there'd be hundreds of people everywhere. How many people would be in the Barrens? How many people would be in in um, everywhere else? Tanaris or something like that. Stormwind, Dalaran, Stormwind, Dalaran, mm-hmm. or Dalaran alone. You go to Old Republic, and there's hardly anybody. It's because what they did was they created too many servers. Rather than fixing their server software, they just opened more servers. And you know what happens when when people start dissipating is that now you have to do server merges, and that has the negative connotation that there's something wrong with the game. Yep. So there's this circle of death that's sort of surrounding. And not to say that I'm not saying that Old Republic is going to die. I mean, it's obviously going to be around for a while. But I'm saying that I think Bioware um, really needed to evaluate the game a little better before they released it. Well, like I said, wasn't Bioware? It was EA. Well, it, well, it was, and yeah, then, EA because but... EA has a short-sighted, you know, get get some revenue coming in mentality rather than looking at the big picture. Yeah, you know, but, if it was um... Blizzard, it wouldn't have been released for another at least six months. Mm-hmm. They would have had all these cool new things that they're talking about at the summit now, and it would have been kick ass. And they probably would have they probably would have sold four million copies and kept those people. Yeah, I, I've seen people on Twitter that I've been following for years, uh, WoW players, and they're starting to leave Old Republic. And so I'm, I'm sticking with it. I mean, uh, Nicole and I do this show. We're having a lot of fun. Um, 
I've been playing EQ2 less. I haven't. I've actually, to be honest, I haven't even logged into that in a few months. Um, but I still keep my subscription active. But I, I log back into WoW and I go, nah, I really miss this because what WoW, what Blizzard did is they gave people a sense of community that is probably second to EverQuest's community, and. And so if you've got EQ on top and you've got WoW second, and you could argue whether or not they should be one and two, but but they're definitely the, the, the top two. Every other community is like far, far below. Like number three, whatever you consider to be number three, is far below. So when you're wandering around the equivalent of Stormwind in, in Old Republic, there's, there's, no, there's very little chatter. Nobody's asking too many questions. Like I would actually sit there and 10 minutes would go by and not a single line would go by in chat. And to me, that's saying that there's something wrong with the game. You can put as many colored lightsabers and, and as much stuff as you want in the game. But if people aren't talking about it in the game, then you've got a problem. Mm. Anyway, let's, let's, let's get to a little bit of what's going on. <laughs> In the world of WoW, uh, we saw this just before we started recording. Um, this is actually posted probably about an hour before we started. Scroll of Resurrection is coming back. Yay, come back to WoW. This is... <laughs> Dump tour, come back to WoW. <laughs> Look at all the free stuff we'll give you. This is very interesting. It says that... So there's a blue post, people right? Yeah, people coming back to the game will get... This is incredible. A single character will be boosted all the way to level 80. Like wow. that. Like mega ding. <laughs> right. Now, if you remember, you used to be able to give levels right. to people. With now, a, for a friend, and you, as you went through and played, you got extra levels you can use on one of your other tunes. Right. With right. a for a friend. Now, you just you get somebody uh, to level 80 with the Skull of Resurrection. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. <laughs> ding 80. Uh, you get a free upgrade to Cataclysm, regardless of the expansions you already own. Wow, so they bring you, they bring you current. Well, I don't know. It does it does say a free upgrade to Cataclysm and and the way that English works. You don't know if if like if you only have Burning Crusade, it says upgrade to Cataclysm. Does that mean you skip? You still have to buy Wrath, or is it Wrath and? No, Cataclysm? it's it's probably the whole thing because it says regardless of what which which expansion you already, yeah, already own. So okay. they're gonna they're gonna get you current basically mm-hmm. is what they're gonna do. An optional free character move and. Or faction change. Right. So if Which, now suddenly your friends all went horde and they're on a different server, now you can go follow them for free. Yeah. And seven free game, seven free days of game time. And uh, you've got the first bullet point there, too. The free mount. Oh, I was looking at this list. Okay, yeah. You also get a free mount. You get a free spectral t- uh, griffin um, for an alliance character or a free spectral wind rider for a horde character. Right. That wasn't that the one that, uh, is that the one that's $25? Is that the one that we got for free from the anniversary? Yeah. It's, it's a $25. That's, tw- one. that's a $25 one. Jeez. Yeah. So, Hey, come back to wow. Come, <laughs> come check it out. Even so, though cataclysm sucks, come check it out. That- don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie downer. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. The other thing that we saw is, uh, uh, I saw this on MMO Champion. Is there's the there are pictures of this uh, these these Griffin. Uh, well, it's a Griffin for Alliance, and it's a Windrider for the Horde, and they're like spectral, and we don't know what they are. That, that, that's the mount. Yeah, so that's that actually looks like a brand new mount. Then, well, yeah, the, it says we received the following message from Blizzard: "Quote, soon we will fly together." Ag- oh, you know what? 
Soon we will fly together again. These must be, oh, I see. These must be the mounts that you get for Scroll of Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I get it. Okay. Soon we will fly together again because you're bringing your friend back. So I'd be curious to see if those mounts will be available any other way. Oh, I would love or... to get the Alliance one. Yeah. That's really nice. It looks really cool. I did not get the $25 one. No, I haven't, I haven't paid because for any mounts. It, it has nothing to do with money or anything like that. It's just that I have so many mounts and I'm so attached to my Violet Drake. Mm-hmm. That I I just I've gone through God knows how many I think I've got like eighty mounts or something like that I don't know how many of them are flying but I I just stick with that one. It's funny because one of the things I have been doing on on uh, on my mage was I I've gone back to the Argent Crusade grounds mm-hmm. I started doing those dailies for seals um, because oh of, wow there was yeah because now that now that Lindian um, switched to being a night elf okay. And um, I really, really, really like the uh, Tier 12 um, outfit, the tier, tier 12 gear. All my gear is transported to, uh, to doing that. And like one, another right. – uh, a different helmet dropped in, in, um, in, in uh, Firelands. Um, I'm not too crazy about the Tier 13, that Time Lord stuff. looks kind of goofy. But anyway, <laughs> um, another thing that I've kind of done with him kind of from an RP perspective – and this, again, just going back to you know what else can you do in the game? Um, I've decided that the main mount that my tune, this tune is going to use, mm-hmm. is going to be his racial mount. So, what's what's a, a night elf's racial mount? Uh, the tiger, not the ground mount. Oh, the oh, um, um, what is it? What is it? Griffins. Oh, the yeah, right. So That's there right. is a silver covenant griffin, a white griffin. That you get from the that I never did grind out back oh, in the day. Right. So there's the Flame Ward one, which is right. awesome, which you yeah. do from the new from the new dailies. And there's the one from Scenarian Circle back in Zangermarsh. You can get that one. I went and I bought that one. And now so I, I'm going back and doing the Silver Covenant one. And then once I got that, I realized, oh God, I've got like ninety six mounts. So I'm going you have 96 mounts? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going through um, I'm I'm doing the grind again to get some more extra ground mounts Wait, from from hold the on. Crusade. You and I need to talk. How do you have 96 and I've only got like 79 or 89? No, I've got 79. I've done I have not I have not purchased any. I have only one from a loot card. I have the the turtle mount, the slow moving oh, turtle have mount. I that one, yeah. From the from from the loot card, I got all the Encourage mounts. I did all the Shadow Moon Valley, which I'm gonna call it Ledge. I got all those Drakes. I I, I basically got. Oh, I didn't do that. Yep, oh no, I've, wait, no, no, no. Shut. Oh no, wait. I'm thinking all the Netherwind Drakes. The Netherwind Drakes I got right. So that that, that was a, that, get, that yeah. was a grind, and then from that, I did that in a day. Well, no, are you talking it's... about the one by Terracar Forest? No, 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 no. The one out in the shelf in Shadow Moon Valley. Oh, those that, with like the a eggs that take like yeah. nine years to spawn. Exactly, in. Oh, exactly. That. Yeah, I tried yeah, yeah, grinding yeah. that. No, no, no. So I, I did I've, the one in Terracar Forest. Right. That I did in a day. Um, the only extra ones I have is I, I when we first did Karazhan, like the second week in Karazhan, I got the mount. Uh-huh. So that, that's been pretty lucky. Um, I got the Twilight Drake from from Sarth with three Drakes up. I was one of the first persons in our too. guild. The black one, right? No, I got the blue one from Twenty Five Man. I was one of the first ones. I, I, I was the first one actually in our guild to get it. The black one drops on Ten Man because we just went through this. No, I thought I, I got the blue one also. 
it's real easy to get now. Well, yeah, it's, now it's, it is. It's super easy. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, I just just from the the Argent Crusade. So I got a, I got a couple back then. Lindy was a gnome, so I got like the um, the Turbo Strider that looks kind of that looks kind of cool. Yeah, I got the mounts for some of the um, holiday events. So I got the Brewfest Ram. I still don't have the Kodo. I still don't have. Oh wait, I still don't have the Kodo. I don't Kodo. have the, the what's his name the headless horseman mount. I've been trying to get that no, for like I three don't have years. That one either. My friend got that like two years ago. I freaking I, I hate you, Pete. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I haven't really been. I mean, I haven't really. I haven't bought any. I haven't spent any money on on getting any mounts. Yeah, there, we got some from anniversary stuff. So you have ninety six mounts. Uh, yeah, I'm getting close to a hundred. So after after a couple more weeks of getting some more seals, I'm going to buy some of those uh, additional racial oh, you're uh, killing ground, me. ground mounts. Well, see now this goes back to my original point of of why WoW has a, a a better culture because now you can hit max level and still grind stuff out. Sure, and that's what Old Republic is missing is that once you hit fifty. You got nothing to do, literally. I mean, you and can, you can do the same thing you can with do pets. Your dailies, but there, there's there's people in our guild who have over a hundred. My friend Pete, I was just talking about. I just he's got, got my, over a hundred and fifty pets. Yeah, I've got my I got my hundred and fiftieth uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, it's just that's just that's, and I'm going that's incredible. Yeah, or no, no, no. I'm sorry, it was my one twenty fifth. Mm. I'm going for hundred and fifty. I think I'm at hundred twenty seven now or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Pete's at one fifty five or something like that. Yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. It's it's, it's crazy, but then again, yeah, there's cool stuff you can do. No. All right, we actually have um, some cool stuff to talk about about Pandera. Yes, Pandera, I always Pandaria. do that. Pandaria, the pandas, <laughs> the mists, pandas. Pan- yeah, we'll just say mists. All right, so you put a lot of this together, so you lead it off. Okay, so this was a um, ghost crawler blog post mm-hmm. they put up on his uh, the uh, Dev Water Cooler blog, right. which he just put up a couple days ago. You got to go soon because you got to raid. <laughs> oh yeah, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> not not a problem. I'll make it home in time. So um, I put I also put a little poll out on Twitter, and we'll, we'll get to that in the listener feedback section. You know, what do you think of these new stat change, stat changes? So Ghostcrawler uh, promised in one of his previous blog posts that they were going to start to release a little bit more information on what's coming up in Mist of Pandaria. Mm-hmm. So here's his first chunk of stuff mm-hmm. that's coming down the pipe so we'll go through these uh, uh pretty quickly there's some stuff i, I definitely want to want to talk about the mm-hmm. pvp stuff is is pretty interesting so the first thing is uh spell resistance gone and since spell resistance is going to go away spell penetration is kind of the opposite of that also going to go away now why did he do that because i mean it, it's his his, written- his yeah his his response was it was not really understood none of the people understood how it worked very very similar to armor penetration well i understood of- how it worked i mean i can't imagine that people wouldn't understand how it worked after but all but there's these no years. real there's no real need for spell resistance. The last time I remember I ever had to worry about spell resistance was the Gruul fight. The five the five oh, ogre yeah. fight from Gruul. Yeah. Okay, how long ago was that? That was four years ago? When we have to do and then um oh no, then I'm sorry, excuse me, Hoder, the Hoder fight. Oh. We had to have frost gear. But guess what? After I don't know, a month, two well, months. Well that was a specific yeah, yeah. You would, you outgeared point. it and didn't didn't need it anymore. I still have that stuff now. It's in my uh so so do I, and in my bank, Void yeah. Bank. I still I still have all that craft gear too. I, I made it for most of the guild, but yeah. But look at that. That's been you know that's since Alduar. 
So, you know, from Lich King, from, you know, pre-Lich from King. Next. I mean, yeah. it's, it's you know, so they're, they're not really designing any more fights around it. So it kind of makes sense. All right. Well, it's gone. Fine. I mean, same thing with armor penetration. A lot of DP, a lot of melee DPS really didn't. I mean, but, the but better players is, did. But what's the stat going to be now? Because there no, has no, to be. It's a... gone. Gone. Just like armor pen. It's gone. It's no but, longer but a it's mechanic. Not... It's, it's completely. It's gone. not being replaced by anything, no. by anything else. Because no, oh, okay, they're just doing away with well, it. Well, here's what I understand: is that why didn't they just do this years ago? They said that they had to put this stuff in, like spell penetration and stuff, because they couldn't figure out a way to do it. Now, well, they- spell penetration, we'll get to. That's that's part of the PvP. Changes. Okay, all right. But the resistance that makes sense because it's 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 not really being used in, right. in anything. Um, hit and spell hit are no longer separate, which I like. Yes. So now hit is just going to be hit. Yeah. And it's all going to be normalized. Thank God. So it's so the same number, the same rating number yeah. will equal the same percentage. Okay. So like, for example, today it's what? 1472 spell yeah. spell hit gives you 17%. 1472 spell hit rating gives you 17%, 17% spell right. hit. So they're combining it. It's not going to be melee hit. Spell hit's just going to be hit. And the number is going to be same for melee uh, as right. it is for spell, you just obviously spellcasters will need more of it instead of melee. Okay, okay? and also um, expertise is also going to be uh, represented as a as a percentage because right now expertise is kind of a weird number. Uh, I think twenty six expertise rating is 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 like you know the the max for it. So they're uh-huh. going to get rid of that and go go and do it the same way here. So it's going to be represented as a percentage, and you, this way you'll know you have to reach this percentage to get expertise. Count. Okay. Also very very good. So the the next big thing now now here with with yeah, hit is, is how they're going to be calculating how much hit you need for uh, same level characters plus one plus two and plus three like boss characters mm-hmm. right. So here's the cool here's the cool formula. The formula is going to be hit is going to be normalized so that spell miss equals melee miss. Plus dodge. Let me go to the first example so we can better explain this. So if you're fighting a same level character, mm-hmm. you will need 6%. It's the, the, the default spell miss will be 6%. That mm-hmm. means you need at least 6% hit to overcome this, the miss. this miss, right? Balance which Which is going to equate to 3% for melee classes. It'll be 3% for melee classes. And for melee classes, you also have to take into, effect, into account that the mob can either dodge, parry, or block you. So basically, it's it's taking this this main percentage, the spell miss, and then breaking it down for melee. Right. So the, the formula so it's is three plus three. The spell exactly. The spell right. miss equals melee miss plus dodge. Mm-hmm. So three three percent melee miss, three percent dodge. That means a spell miss is going to be six uh, percent. And the and the same is going to be true for for parry and block. Those are also going to be three percent. But of course, um, you, if you're behind the mob, other. they're independent of each other. And actually, block is changing too, but they're independent of each other. And and the parry and the block that's only mm-hmm. if you're in front of the mob. And if you're a dumb melee sitting in front of the mob, then you're you should be standing right. behind and them then, and not have to worry about. And that. then you have here plus one level character is going to be nine percent spell miss, which breaks down into four and a half percent melee four miss. And a half. And then four and a half percent is independent each of dodge, parry, and block. Right, everything's four and a half. For everything, it, it just it's, follows. It's half, it fo- it's it half follows spell. exactly. It follows the same formula. All so, right. uh, two levels above you is going to be twelve percent, six, 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 and six. 
then a boss is going to be here's now here's a big change a boss 15. is going to be 15 percent instead of 17 percent thank god because <laughs> i mean tough to do yeah yeah i mean i'm not a drain eye so the drain eye are the only ones who have like the one percent you know spell spellness plus mages have gone the way of needing full we used to have a talent that would reduce the amount of right. we needed by three percent that's gone so we kind of turned into warlocks in that sense. So I mean, one of the biggest factors, in, you know, in in um, end game rating is getting yourself to the seventeen percent cap. Mm-hmm. So that is only going to be fifteen percent. And then seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a yeah. half. Seven and a half. Right. So it's all normalized. It's all normalized across the board. And now you have here ranged attacks will now be able to be dodged. That actually Correct. makes sense because if somebody's throwing something or shooting something at you, you have the ability to dodge right. it. Right, and if, that's not the way it is right now. So this the the, the main right. the main class of this affects actually pretty much the only class of this affects is hunters because hunters are a ranged uh, melee type class because mm-hmm. it's not a spell. They're not casting spells. So so yeah. So now hunters will be able to use expertise. There's going to be expertise gear. On hunter gear, and this also makes it a lot easier. So basically, hunters will be sharing their gear with enhancement shaman because mm-hmm. enhancement shaman are also going right. to look to get um, expertise on there. Yeah. So now this is interesting. You you have here the block is going to be a separate combat role, right? So the way it works As- today is that there's one role and it checks for like a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So the way it's going to change is the first the, your first combat role is going to check three things. If you miss if the mob dodged you or if the, the mob parried you. And, of course, parried, if you're standing behind the mob as a melee, you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that. So that's going to be one combat role. Just check to see if you missed. Check to see if, if it's dodged or parried. If all those things go through, then it's going to do a separate role to see if the mob can block your attack. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it's the idea here is they're looking to kind of make it's kind of similar to when Cataclysm first came out. They're trying to like even out the way Mm -hmm. the damage goes, like for tanks and stuff. And he specifically said in in terms of tanks, they really want to get away from. I I know prop warriors really can't do this now because I have a prop warrior, but I know with paladins, it's 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 almost possible to actually reach the block cap with right. every single well it's not really a block cap it's, it's what they call the avoidance cap so i mean it's possible with high end gear with some with with paladins that every single attack that comes in will be mitigated somehow block parried dodge mm-hmm. or you know, outright dodge that kind of thing so they want to get away from that they don't want to for tanks to be able to for block tanks, meaning meaning warriors and paladins, to be able to get to the block cap unless it's some sort of proc, like a ma- a proc, like a trinket that would proc mastery, mm-hmm. and then that that would get you that would get you okay. to there, or like an ability like shield block. Although he kind of mentioned that shield block is also changing, uh, but I didn't I didn't um, I didn't get to see the details of that. There might be some other in, in different posts with with uh, with mists. And now the crits are going to be two times damage by default, right? So that's. Yeah, that that's an interesting change. That's yeah, that's that's another interesting change. I don't know if it's like one and a half now or whatever, but this is gonna be across the board. So well the way that this is written, it says it's gonna be two times damage by default. There's, Does he, that mean that there's because it used to be, if I remember correctly, there used to be a roll to see if you crit, and then your crit would be a range plus and minus from a base. Correct. So what does is this saying that it's gonna be two times base? R- 
base. The base. That's the, what the – oh, okay. Yes. So it's a change in the base. Okay. Right. So the base is going to be two times. And he mentioned there's probably some scenarios where it might be higher or lower for boss fights or whatever certain certain parts. But, yeah, the, ba- the base is going to be two times damage now. Mm-hmm. So what's – another interesting change now is going to be – so Enhancement Shaman are kind of a weird kind of hybrid class. They're a melee class, but they kind of cast spells now. They, you know, they, they're spellcasters kind of too, like yeah. melee spellcasters. So those spells along with rogue poisons are now going to be included in this two times damage base. But the rogue poisons will now be affected by melee hit chance. So it's no longer an automatic. It's oh. no longer a given. Okay, you have to have those poison rolls are going to be checked against the miss. That in this level, in in the as a an overall scenario, I think that makes sense. Sure, I, I mean that's this the way right you- thing to do because why should rogues be different than everybody else? Well, I, you could argue because if you're behind somebody and you're invisible, they have no protection against you as far as dodging and stuff like that. Because I, it's been a while since I played my rogue, but I was under the impression that. When you sneak up from behind somebody, you can't miss because they don't see you to protect themselves. At least as far as like if you attack, dodge. From, if you you know if you attack from behind, you, it cannot be dodging, it cannot be parried. Right, but you but can your miss. Gear, but you can miss because or you can miss because of your gear. Yeah, like because you're hit because of because of this whole okay. this whole miss check. System. It's been a while since I played my rogue. Right. All right. So. Right. No. Go, but then, from, why is this different? Then, like, why is it what you've written down here? The rogue poisons used to be just a fixed value, so whatever whatever poison you applied, it would do. So whatever it was twelve hundred something nature damage over twenty four seconds. So now, and I, it, it would just go through. There was no calculation to see. You know, if you think about it, if you poison someone, how could it? miss <laughs> but now i guess it does i guess you'll have some well, resistance to it so it won't tick for the full damage or it might just miss outright so well, now the poison is on your the poison on is your, on your blade right. so if your blade hit could miss this there, is this is separate so the poison oh, would the, the poison would get applied on a successful melee hit well yeah and then and saying. then it was just a fixed value you would always okay. get you would always get whatever it was, 1,200-something mm-hmm. damage over 24 seconds. But now it can crit. But because now that it can crit, it can also miss. So mm. if, you, if you're not hit-capped, if you're not okay. melee hit-capped, your poisons won't uh, tick for, for full thing. Resilience is now defense for PvP. So defense is the new stat, huh? Yeah, and they're, they're still kind of debating what the name is. Uh, right now they're, they're leaning towards – there's two new stats. There's going to be one called defense and one called power. So it's it's not oh. – uh, they're kind of getting rid of resilience and spell penetration. I'm, I'm just dreading the name power because people are going to confuse I know. it with mana. Well, defense is also very confusing because it, it there's defense confusing. for tanks, right? That's another stat. So, yeah. So that might he, – he said up front that that name might change, but they're liking, they're liking the way this is now. So it's like defense and then in parentheses PvP. I got to say these changes, they, they seem straightforward and practical. Sure, absolutely. It's it's almost as if saying, well, why couldn't you do this years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. No, I know. really, because you know, things change. Like sometimes Ghost Crawl will make a, a post and he'll say, well, you know, the blah 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 is going to change, and, and mages are now going to be a little less uber, and, and and not really. And he'll explain why, I suppose. But it would it almost seem like when you're balancing all these classes for PvP, it's impossible because the, the what they do and their mechanics are all so different. 
and it, it, it almost seemed to me like it would be impossible to really perf- perfectly balance all those classes, but this seems to be okay. At least now they're taking out like resistance and spell penetration, but this defense is interesting. Right. So let's let, let's go down the the bullet points here for for the changes. So all t- all characters now are going to start with a baseline of thirty percent defense pvp defense when i say defense now i'm talking about the what's replacing resilience right okay so very very similar amount like you give a uh, you always huh. start out with the base amount of stamina right yeah yeah yeah. all right so now pvp gear is now going to have defense 30%. Oh, hold on 30 percent seems kind of high it's probably all it's probably relative um you know they can adjust these the extra defense and power stats as things go along yeah because 30 so percent is ba- almost like saying out. Well, I have a one in three chance of missing you. No, no, no. Let me go into okay. the details here. So, so the PvP gear will now have defense along with power, and you can think of power as the anti-defense. Okay, so power oh, is so going to is... increase your damage done to someone in a PvP scenario, not in a PVE scenario. In a PvP scenario, also in turn, it also increases your healing done, like if you're in an arena or a battleground or something like that, okay? Now, of course, the defense will negate this extra power. So if you're going, right. against, if you're going against someone in a PV, PvP scenario that has PvP gear, meaning they have defense, this defense and, and power kind of will, will negate each other. To an extent. Well, okay. if someone has a lot of defense, again, PvP defense, not not the tank so this, defense. So this is essentially pluses and minuses. Exactly. Pluses and minuses. Opposite, polar opposites. Exactly. But, how, but, all right, what I'm saying is why is this any different than spell resistance, penetration, resilience that we have? Because it's just one stat. So, I mean, there's spell resistance, right, spell penetration, right. and then what was it? Armor penetration on the melee. Now it's all well, just being yeah. normalized to one stat. Okay, okay. So, for example, let's say you're going you're gonna to duel someone. Or let's say you're in, on a PvP server, and you're, gonna, you're in PvP gear, and you're going to fight a player who's in PvE gear. Okay? Your power is going to count mm. for you. So if you have a lot of PvP gear and you happen to come across someone in a PvP scenario and they're my P- node. <laughs> in PvE gear, yeah. you're going to nuke the hell out of them. You're going to have you're going to have a lot more But it was that way before. Not really, because if you think about it, all we had before, all we had all we had before was resilience. Yeah. And resilience would only lessen the damage that you took. So now the PvP gear is going to have both. You're going to have a uh, defense, which is like resilience, and you're going to have power, which means if you come across someone in PvE mm. gear, you're going to nuke them for like 100k. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking about PvP servers. You would, I would have, you would have, have, to, have, you would have to have PvP gear. gear. Right. Yeah, as you're going along right. and doing dailies and mining nodes and sure. And conversely, if you're, uh, for people in PvP, PvE gear may not have enough power to penetrate your defense. So in the same scenario, if a PvP, someone oh, in PvP yeah. gear is fighting a PvE person, the PvE person tries to, <laughs> tries to come in and nuke you, but your defense is going to negate like spitballs. Their regular, their regular nukes because you need the yeah. power on top of that to, to penetrate their defense. All right, that makes sense. Okay. 
Now, uh, also very, very important, power and defense mean nothing for you when you're in a dungeon or a raid. Mm-hmm. You know, very well, similar to the way it is, the way it is today. Yeah. Just those stats. I mean, I'm sure the int and the stamina and if, if it has haste or crit or whatever on that, that still counts. But, I mean, we haven't seen any of this gear yet, but, but it looks like that the, the – it will just have power and defense on it, or maybe okay. it will have power and or defense and haste. You know, maybe not both, but we'll you know we'll see as it goes. Mm. Okay, so so again, this the, the the power and defense is just for PvP scenarios. So overall, what what he what Ghostcrawler was saying is the goal is to make it easier for PVE players to get started in PvP and also for PvP to participate in PVE. But right now, the real issue was. Um, it feels like there's a really large barrier, especially now in Cataclysm. He specifically mentioned Cataclysm. It's really difficult to get started in PvP if you're just coming in with PvE gear. Right. Because um, the resilience is like crazy high now. It's like 3,000 or 4,000. So basically, if, if, you're, if you're brand new to PvP, you're going to be, you know, nuking them for, you know... You know, a tenth, well, not a tenth, <laughs> but maybe 50% of what you should be nuking because their resilience is so high. Mm-hmm. And of course, that just it's a, a larger barrier for you because then you just have to grind out more and more and more and lose and all that before you can start getting those PvP pieces. Yeah. Whereas opposed to in previous expansions, it was it, actually, I remember specifically in uh, Lich King, there was actually some arena makeups where they would use high end rating gear. And they would just blow through it because yeah, the resilience yeah. wasn't high enough. They could just over. They would just go in in, in full <laughs> tier exactly, and then they would just there's no there's really no stopping them. Once they would just focus on one person, that person was pretty much dead because they yeah, could just yeah. nuke the crap out of you. Right. You got to get going. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, so let's. <laughs> not a problem. I'm just keeping an eye on the clock for yep. you because I don't want you to lose DKP points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no problem. All right. So um. So let's go really go through our listener feedback really quick. So I had um, I put up a, a, a tweet saying, "What do you think about all these new changes that we're just talking about?" Mm-hmm. And we got uh, a reply here from Earthmender Carthu. Carthu Jenkins. Car- oh, Carthu Jenkins. Yes, he's at at Carthu Jenkins. So he says here, as an enhancement shaman, the changes to expertise will most likely allow me to get more gear. As Blizzard loves hunters <laughs> and more use from crit. So yeah, um, once you get expertise caps, it helps out. Uh, it helps out with the crit yeah. in that regard. We got an email. This is from Katrina. I I, I hope I'm um, pronouncing that right. Of Kieran Tot. I think it's Kieran. Is that supposed to be Kieran? I was going <laughs> to say. Oh yeah, R and T is next to each other on the keyboard. Okay, so I'm assuming. I looked at. It, I thought. Well, maybe it was like. A brand a new server. <laughs> well, no, I thought it was like maybe their guild name. Like uh, maybe it was a spoof. And then I read underneath it said uh, Melanea Guild. Mm. Um, she writes, let's face it, Alliance has gotten gypped in this expansion. I, w- I was talking to some guildies. We are, we are an RP guild. It's very important. And they seem to be getting pretty tired of not having in-game stories to RP off of. We came up with our own ideas of how Blizzard could help us in Mr. Pandaria, and was wondering your th- uh, was wondering what your thoughts were and how they could improve this. You know, I as I've said before, I plan a PvP server, but I'm not very active in PvP, so I don't have much to go on. But I agree is that the the Horde side seems to have the better stories. 
mm-hmm. than the Alliance side. Well, I think her comment here was more of, I guess, uh, just a story in general. So for Cataclysm as a whole, mm-hmm. what kind of lore have we seen? What kind of s- stories could they draw upon that to do some RP stuff as compared to other expansions? Well, there, there's always the, the common stuff between Horde and Alliance, but I think that what she's saying here is that she she wants more Alliance-specific Juicy stuff to, mm. to to bounce off of when you're RP. Oh yeah, I guess that's right because the whole this whole story about Cataclysm was about Thrall, right? So it was, it was all right. focused. Well, that, that's true. Uh, you, you can you can argue that uh, that Thrall was very important for the Horde side with Cataclysm, but at the same time, I mean, what are you going to do? Varian Win? Uh, what is he? Uh, what kind of interesting stuff does he have? Yeah. Uh, you know, you can have a little daughter that's dating his little boy. Uh, Turn out to be a dragon or something like that. Or something like that. <laughs> no, but seriously, I I don't really know. I was thinking about it. Like, what what juicy, meaty stories does this have? You, you can argue Jaina. Jaina's, but 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 the Horde side has got so much more of a, of a rich storyline. The thing is, though, I can't really think of. So let's let's think about this outside of the main storyline with thrall mm-hmm. and fighting deathwing uh what other alliance participation has there been in anything in a five man oh, okay so the five bands you got jaina jaina's in the five bands yeah. right? some of the new five bands with 4.3 um yeah i can't think of it some of the, some of the other raids that that we had were were kind of ag- agnostic. They weren't. They were really like throwing the four winds or Blackwing descent. Mm-hmm. That's just rehashing kind of old content, right? Yeah, I can't really. I can't really think. So I, I think she's right. I guess there's really not much, That's, not much to draw from on the alliance side. Tons of stuff to draw from on the horde I side. I want to hear from more RPers. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. And Mister Pandaria Blizzard is promising to bring back the whole feud, right, between the horde and the alliance. Yeah, but we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, old rehash old <laughs> stories. I guess uh, talk was too long ago. <laughs> they need okay. they need more talk. That's true. But no, I want to hear from some more peers uh, specifically about how do you bounce off of your faction's storyline, Horde or Alliance? Because uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear what uh, what people have to say about that. All, All right. right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think it's it because you got to be home in 20 minutes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send us feedback, our email is worldofwarcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter. I am at StarMike. Lindy is at Lindian. And, of course, we're at worldwarcast.com. I think we're done. I think we're done. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll promise the next episode won't <laughs> be so far ahead, so uh, far along. We have more stuff to talk about in our that's notes. That's true. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye.